where you can develop the skills to express yourself clearly and effectively. Build the confidence you need. Make your dreams a reality. Join Toastmasters. To find a meeting near you, visit toastmasters.org.au. Studio listening live 19.5 Business Insights with Mario. As I always mentioned this to our listeners, this is the show designed for all of you who are seeking inspiration, tips and advices, not just how to run your business, but as well to you um, hear from our guests like uh, Tanya Duncan from Warrior Within and uh, Jessini from Blacklist Production, how you can make it your life you know, a better and more successful learn from their mistakes and how they continue to do better in their life. 
My name is Mario Beckers, and you're listening to Live 90.5 Business Insights. And uh, I'll continue with our guest, Tanya Duncan from Borio Vidim. Tanya, we, before we take a break, we spoke how did you, broke, uh, how did you bring your expertise as a uh, boxer yep. to the being coach. Now, what's the biggest challenge as a coach in boxing for you or yourself? The biggest challenge was, uh, I think at first, being worried for the boxers. Just Why worried? Tell me. Because I've been in the ring. So, obviously, um, them putting that concern of, okay, in my situation, how did I feel whenever these things happen to me? How's that person going to feel? So, at first, it was um, just being constantly over-worried for the student. Um, but in the end... Um, Obviously, they've chosen to continue boxing for a reason or try boxing. So um, I got over that and um, just started letting them go through the, the motions of being yeah. hit in the head. <laughs> <laughs> well, look, I uh, again, I, I say something from my experience. I know it's so easy to be uh, the coach. And uh, most of the time, I was trying to teach Tanya how to box, you know what I mean? How, <laughs> I, how to she, she should teach me how to box, but, you know what I mean? Because I was thinking I know everything. And the thing is, it's a biggest fear. What's, what the, what's expectations people come to you and say, Tanya, I want you to uh, coach me boxing for the competition. And uh, what is the expectation? They're going to come in the ring and do like Mike Tyson, like myself, you know what I mean? Like yeah, I Mike Tyson, yeah no? that was one of the hardest yeah. Things to uh, explain is um, obviously when boxers or beginners, I should say, come in and ask for things like, I want to be like Mike Tyson, yeah. and um, or who else? I want to be like Muhammad Ali, yeah. um, and I'm oh, Mario Bakers, like, <laughs> <laughs> and just having to explain that, uh, yes, but we have to start simple and. And it's all about pretty much 100 jabs and 100 steps before you get anywhere near being like Mike Tyson. So it's trying to teach people to be patient mm. enough to be at the bare bones yeah. that it's a slow start. Yeah, interesting. Now, Jay, you said you started your career as a musician and you transfer the videos. How did you grow your love or passion to become a videographer? You know what I mean? And uh, simultaneously being the musician as well at the same time. What what keeps you going on and why? You know what I mean? Give us give us the... Yeah, so I think it's something I, I really naturally gravitated towards because I always like creating songs. Uh, so it was a, a quite an easy change to go and create uh, visually as well. Yeah. And it's just something um, I really enjoyed because mm. uh, I, I love the look of landscapes and I <laughs> love traveling and uh, getting the opportunity to combine that and, uh, and help shape the careers of many different artists uh, with, with what people see of them visually has been incredible. You know, a lot of the videos that we, we've shot, you know, have totaled over a million views online. So it's gone out there and it's affected a lot of people. Mm. And I really like that, you know, being able to yeah, contribute yeah. to the world and really put, you know, my, my stamp on the brand of some of these fantastic and, and huge artists. So, like, you know, you just... Not just you're creating legacy for your for your clients, but as well, you know, I mean, you need to be very creative because this is your signature. Your your every your video out, it's your signature, right? Yes. Same you, Tanya, as well. Every boxer you train, it's your signature day. It's your yeah. brand, correct? Now, tell me the the how do you come up to ideas? So somebody comes to you, like you know, I mean, like myself, I say, hi Jay, I want a video about you know. 
<clears throat> me looking good in <laughs> yeah well, well it's um depending on whether are you, are you be honest you know to a client and say listen mate you, you're fat to, you are <laughs> to Mario Mario you're fat you, I can't make you slim but I can do shoot the video in dark or something like, look I just tried to embarrass her Tanya she's laughing because I was like <laughs> she belted me many times <laughs> <laughs> yeah well it very much depends on what it is if it's in the case of a music video the important thing is you need to serve the song um, so the song is kind of the main thing and everything around it, the audio production and the video is the vehicle to drive that song. Oh, okay. So if you're, um, if it's say a love song, then you need to follow the lyrics or create something that's completely different, but still serves the song. Uh-huh. Um, so that's one thing. And in the case of say business video, you have to think about a few different things. One of them is obviously the target market. Who are you mm. talking to? You know, is it going to be a kid's audience? Is it going to be adults? Is it going to be business people? And depending on what that is, they're going to want to watch different kind of things. Mm. Um, so the important thing is to really serve the message. And I think if you can find an interesting way to make sure that that message gets heard as best as possible and is engaging as mm. possible then I think that's the secret to creating a good video I have a question for both of you Tanya you mentioned the beginning today which is in, in a break before our conversation before our interview what time did you wake up this morning 5.30am why did you wake up that early I normally wake up at 6 but the dogs were barking before okay <laughs> but you have the obligations right you start you know working earlier and you know working with the clients and you know try to be there for your clients correct Yes. Okay. Yo, Jay, what time are you waking up in the morning? Yep. So, at the moment, I'm waking up about 7.30, but that obviously oh, you're varies. You're so lazy to go to time. <laughs> if, uh, if we have a shoot, for example, that requires a sunrise, then, Ooh. you know, you're going to have to get yeah. up early. Uh, but I tend to stay up a little bit later, so I'll be working through to midnight, 1 a.m., and then yeah. I'll, uh, I'll sleep a little bit longer. It definitely depends what time you go to bed. Yes, yeah? very yeah. much so. Yeah. But that's like, the reason why I'm asking this to you, because, like, most of the... I would say the the adults and the working capable uh, humans uh, they will work nine to five, right? Mm. And they will, you know, I mean, can't wait to Friday. You know, I mean, Friday it's a, it's a it's a God blessed day mm. because everybody's gonna say, oh, it's a, it's a for us it's a you know, I mean, um, well, happy hour drinking whatever weekends come spending and everything else. Do you stop working time on a weekend? No. No, you Jay? Never. <laughs> <laughs> that that it, that I would say like again that's what makes you different. You know, I mean and. You're quite young, you know, I mean, younger than, than most of the, my guests that they have in the studio. And uh, you continuously working. And that's what separates you from the from the other scene. I mean, that, is that correct, James? Yeah, I think so. The The important thing is that I absolutely love what I do. And yeah. uh, a lot of people that work nine to five, they just do the job because, you know, they it's pay me. Yeah. And that's yeah. why they're always looking forward to the weekend. Yeah. I don't even know what day of the week it is. <laughs> because I'm just, I'm just happy What's to get up and, and, and go and do, do what I love every day. And I think everyone should be trying to work towards that. Um, yeah. So that way you're not, you're not um, buying time during the week so you can have a good time on the weekend. Yeah. Your entire life is fun. And yeah. that's, that, I guess that's the whole that's point. You know? <laughs> well, that's interesting. Because, like, you know, most people stop in, I mean, and, you know, as I say, like, people wake up on Monday morning and the statistically is shown that most of the heart attacks happen on Monday morning between 7 and 9 a.m. Wow. It's because yeah. they don't want to go to work. Yeah, yeah and the anxiety so start sense. building on Sunday afternoon after the footy. That's Australian, that's Australian research mm-hmm. uh, because Monday starts, you know, and then explanation goes very simple. You wake up in the morning, sit in the box with your car, drive it to the work, which you hate, you know what I mean? And yeah. you sit in the box in the cubicle all day and then you're working for the money 
to put petrol in a, in a box we drive every day you hate <laughs> but then the more interesting thing is then people come home after work and the first thing what they do and ask you do you do this as well five thirty six o'clock you come home do you take the, your uh, your legs up on a chair and you relax and <laughs> eating a comfort food or what you're doing Yes. You, Jay, first. Do you, do, you <laughs> so, come, do you come home like it's like, okay, my day today finished five o'clock and I done the beautiful shooting video with Tanya and Mario today on the beach, uh, you know what yeah. I mean? And uh, so, oh, it's five o'clock, I'm going to have a couple of beers and I can sleep, watch TV. Or what are you doing? So that, that works for most people. Yeah. <laughs> that's, uh, that's definitely not the way it operates for me. Yeah. Um, so when you're running a small business, basically everything falls back onto you. And I think that that is great because it holds you accountable. And if things aren't moving, it's 100% your fault. And business, if you're just a single employee for your own company, then... If, if you stop, the entire business stops. And I think the accountability of that is fantastic. So for me, my workday begins as soon as I wake up mm-hmm. and then as soon as I go to bed. So the, the one of the things I really love about being self-employed is that let's say that I want to take lunch and spend spend a few hours with my fiancé in the middle of the yeah. day. I have the luxury of doing that. Yeah. Business is going to stop because it's just myself at, and, and the occasional contractor at this point. Um, but... I have the freedom to do that. And I think freedom is really important. But of course, with that freedom comes a lot more responsibility. So often there'll be times uh, when it's truly peak times where I'll be um, going and working 100, 110 hours a week, like literally from when I wake up all the way through to midnight. Yeah. And that that's the trade-off. You can have freedom in some areas and mm-hmm. do Monday lunch instead of working in a cubicle, <laughs> but you're probably going to have to put in the extra hours somewhere else yeah. to make it happen. That's very interesting. Tanya yourself, you don't come home five o'clock after clients and say like, okay, I'm gonna just lift my legs and no. because it doesn't look like you 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 are living in a fridge after after five pm. <laughs> it's definitely not. Um, no, five pm is pretty much dog walking time. So okay. um, yeah, I usually would get home in the afternoon or I mostly work from home anyway. So um, I walk the dogs, play with the dogs, then bring them back, and I am more likely to read a book um, or an article of something that interests yeah. me. Um, then put my feet up and have a beer. <laughs> well, that was a that was a great answer. I will take a short break. You're listening live ninety point five business insights with Mario, and we'll come back a little bit more questions for Tanya and Jay. Hi, it's Elizabeth from Greystains, and I love listening to a live ninety point five.
Well, welcome back to the studio, listening alive, 90.5 Business Insights with Mario and our guest studio, Tanya Duncan and uh, from Warrior Within and Jay Cini from Blacklist Production. Now, we, are, we have been very, very serious in the first, first part of our show. Now, it's time to be very serious. Tanya, now, my admiration goes to you. From the boxing coach, to, sorry, from the boxer, from the fighter, to the boxing coach, and now you and um, you can tell us more who you launched your own brand called the Warrior Within. Why Warrior Within? Warrior Within, um, because I've always had a fascination with that word. Um, I've always actually called myself a warrior, and people I believe who are strong. Um, it's just a it's a strong word. Uh, I think that embodies fighters. Oh, okay, interesting. So, it's about boxing, I presume? Uh, yes, it's about boxing, but it's not just about boxing. Um, we're still fine-tuning the service because we don't want to rush into offering a program as low quality as what is currently on the market. Okay, that's very interesting. So, what's the program about? Uh, it's uh, like for the people like myself, like with 150 kilos, they should lose the weight? or It's, it's uh, for It's for the JCN, like, you know, so, to come learn to fight or... Yeah, so yes, it's essentially um, teaching to fight, um, but it is for anyone and everyone who wants to step into the ring for the first time, so it's for beginners. Mm -hmm. um, essentially, um, I'm going to call it a beginner fighter program, but with multiple avenues of support for the fighter. Um, just not going to detail that right now because okay. I don't want to spoil the surprise of exactly mm -hmm. how interesting program, eh? how much mm -hmm. we're giving. So let me understand, so that's everybody who wants to learn to box, mm -hmm. Well, first thing to sign for you. I mean, let's let's go punch each other in the head. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? Which is okay. Um, and then they're gonna learn to how to box, and they're gonna have the show. I presume, right? They're gonna be showing their skills in front of the family yeah, friends. Yeah. So we are following that is a tried and true method of how um, there is other companies that do that. So yep, we are still doing that, but we're just offering more at the same time. Oh, so, okay. That's yes. very interesting, Tanya. Congratulations. Well. Before I ask you a second question of what you're reading, let's go now to the Jessini, you know what I mean? So, like, he, let's go grill him. Okay, here the Blacklist Production. Why somebody needs you? Why somebody needs the services of black, Blacklist Production? Yeah. Now, I think it's really important to have quality video. And the reason I think it's very important to have quality video is because it, it speaks volumes about your brand. Now, I think... The, the, the nature of the game is that you need to always be putting out some kind of content because otherwise you're just going to get lost in the sea of other content. So if you always have some stuff out, then people can interact with that and people know about your brand. Like, you know, you go back 10 years, you could probably get away with not using the internet, but <laughs> if you don't use the internet for your business today, except in some extreme circumstances, like you are gone. No one knows about you. So... The reason that someone would need someone like me is that, you know, do you want to be seen or not? And it, it comes down to that. And not only do you want to be seen, because of course you can shoot some stuff on an iPhone and you you can get some okay results. But if you want to give yourself like a cut above and just yes. be a standard above the competition. And win awards. And and win awards, perhaps. <laughs> <laughs> then I, you, That's a very good point, Tanya. That's a very good point, yes. 
That's right. Like, if, if you're paying attention to the details of your content, then a lot of people that are watching that are going to go, okay, well, their content looks fantastic. They must pay this much attention to detail to everywhere in their business. And it really gives a professional sheen to what you're doing. And I think having that puts you at such an advantage against the competition. And I can speak to that because that is exactly how I've grown my business. I can basically attribute a massive chunk of the sales of my business down to content and content marketing. So whenever I post a photo online or I post a video, Mm -hmm. the photos are properly shot on a camera, (laughs) shot in raw format so I can take them into a computer and edit them properly afterwards. I have no idea. What what does it mean raw? What what are you talking raw? Yep. So um, basically with cameras, you've got raw photos and JPEGs. Most people just use the JPEGs, which is kind of like the standard compression, um, compressed images, whereas the raw images, there's so much more detail that you can pull out. And that's what makes photos look incredibly beautiful so every single photo even though I'm only posting to the internet you know you you need to spend that time just making sure that your content really stands out and yeah. I've done that for myself and I know it's been incredibly effective so it's something that I really advise people to do yeah that's very sense. interesting so Tanya come back to what you're reading mm-hmm. um, Obviously, you can't train the all students on your own. Do you have any help, or oh, you just definitely, have the, yeah. do you have the belt to belt everybody and to listen to There's you? There's going to be no belts. Okay. There's no punishments. I've never believed in punishments. Well, that's a good one because yeah. I do remember some 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 exes, some previous experiences being belted people for not being that good. Anyway, so yes, please. Uh, so the other coaches are Jamie Riley, who I used to work with and um, yeah. I've always wanted to work with again. So very excited to have him. Um, he has his own, um, I'm going to call personal training studio already. So obviously um, all of these coaches have their own businesses that they work at full time. So I already know they're successful and that's why I want them because they're, they're already great and they're giving me that's a bit of their time. Yeah. Yeah. So Jamie has Fit Fighters. Maydad, Ronan and Dennis, I can't pronounce his last name either. I so tried Dennis last Angry Ant. <laughs> Angry Ant, Dennis. Giacomelis, I call him and uh, he... Giacomelis? Giacomelis, that's what he's like. It's um, like. Dennis, Giacomelis, Angry Ant. Um, so Maydad r- runs the Bondi Boxing Gym at actual Bondi Beach and Dennis works with him. So there are other two coaches from Bondi. And I'm sorry, Peter, but I can't pronounce your last name either. Um, well, we, you're struggling with the people who can't pronounce the surname. <laughs> <laughs> um, I can spell it usually, yeah. but I can't say it. Uh, Peter is a trainer assessor like I am. Yeah. So his background is that he has um, been a volunteer strength and conditioning coach for football teams for a long time. So um, he's already a volunteer coach. He has that background of um, putting his time and effort into young kids uh, mm. to develop them to be able to compete at a high level so of course That's I was happy to bring him into the team as well so um, where was I myself Jamie Riley Maydad Ronan Dennis Angry Ant and Peter um, that's the core team because obviously I can't split myself into five. Callan Duncan is also... Who's Callan Duncan there? <laughs> my husband. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay, that's interesting. Um, as much as he's not one of the coaches per se, he's still a massive part of the team because uh, otherwise I probably couldn't do this venture at all. Um, he is the backbone of making this actually lift off the ground. Uh, I don't have much of a business mind, so he's helping us do the well, administration. Well, Callan, my dad, Dennis, Jamie... And Peter, you know, uh, that was your yeah, five co- seconds of fame. Five <laughs> seconds of fame with the Tanya. Now, Jay, I um, 
on, on back on the your um, on the your your work you're doing now. Mm-hmm. What's with the people like myself, you know, being shy of the camera? What would you suggest them? How what content? I was gonna say I I love to talk, right? That's reason I have radio show because I'm the you know I'm the very famous to myself. <laughs> <laughs> uh, jokes aside, but you know that was no joke, but it's joke. But uh, what is it the people like you know who's uh, camera shy and they have mm. the content, they want to impress the clients or they want to do something else? How how would you, what would you suggest them to do? Yes, that's a great question because it is something that is quite common. Like for me, it's foreign because I'm quite extroverted and out there. But I have met a lot no. of people that, <laughs> yeah, would you believe it? <laughs> but, but but a lot of people that I know are quite introverted and a bit shy on the camera. Um, so so what I say to those people, first off, there's a couple of things I would say. Why are you looking at me <laughs> like this? <laughs> it's so not Ma- me. Mario's <laughs> off doing his own thing, so I have to talk to someone. <laughs> no, mine is just a, the live on our IG stuff. So, like, you know, I mean, that's not happening. Yeah, so, so what I would say to them is, you know, would you prefer to not make sales or get in front of the camera? <laughs> <Good>. <laughs> would you rather not make Good money niche. or would you yeah. rather do what you need to do? <laughs> yes. So what will we answer? What will we answer on that on that problem? I want to make money. Okay, not my business. I can't just go and uh, uh, because I'm doing the services, no products. But let's just say if I want to capture the, you know, I don't know, for LinkedIn uh, in three minutes you know i mean i don't want a video what would you suggest me to do yeah well um i had a on my podcast i had a, oh, you a, have a podcast as well i do yes the blacklist sessions so oh, we, I'd, why am i not surprised <laughs> at blacklist as well like, yeah, yeah so we good. talked to a lot of really interesting business people and i had a guy named nick bendel come on and he's a, a marketing whiz that's that's kind of his business at hunter and scribe and what he talks about is uh because he faces many people that have this problem because he also believes video is a very effective tactic mm. and what he says to people is okay we'll make a video every single day but don't post it huh. and just see how mean, you feel and, and by 30 days you're going to become a lot more comfortable in front of the camera you know it's odd because a few days ago when i was like obviously stressing out about this first radio show um, you're, you're stressed for a very long time, you know. Yes. I mean? <laughs> My smarty pants husband, Callum, was saying, you just need to start putting the camera in front of you or your phone, obviously, and recording yourself every day and getting comfortable. So, exactly. <laughs> there you go. And it's well, such that's a, a great that's way good of doing tip, it. Please, can, can you just say again, if I'm the camera shy, and let's just say in my instance English is not my first language and I'm afraid or let's just say I've been in position that people maybe may or may not understand what I'm saying what would you suggest again to do to become yep so familiar? the first thing if you're a bit camera shy um, is yeah just take that time record yourself every single day for 30 days and yeah. I guarantee you can see the improvement from day one to the to the 30th day so the great thing that I love about video when it's not live is you can have multiple takes if you mess it up the first time which even the best people do i've worked with some of the best country artists that have to do things for spotify or apple and they'll be like g'day guys and even they'll mess that up <laughs> but the great thing about video is you can do it again Yay. <laughs> you oh, can take as many takes as you want well Can't thank radio you again thank you jay and thank you uh tanya we're gonna take it short break not short break that break is gonna be three minutes and 53 seconds because that song has been you know, sent to me now via SMS for Tanya.
Precise Finance is a nationally recognised mortgage broking firm with an integrated and holistic approach to financial services. We are built on the foundations of a tailored experience for each customer. With extensive experience in residential and investment property loans, we are the mortgage broking firm that will help you secure your financial freedom. The ethos at Concise Finance is to fully engage with clients to get it right the first time. If you're looking for your next property or to better your interest rates, call one of the team from Concise Finance on 1300 978 357. Station sponsor. Chambers Sellers. You are listening to a live 90.5. If you would like to know more about your community station, just visit our website, alive905.com.au. That's where you'll find information about volunteering, sponsorship, our community diary, and our Facebook page. That is alive905.com.au. Hello. Dot, alive90.5.com.au Yes, this is Alive 90.5 FM and you're listening to Business Insights with Mario and it's, as I said before, now I'm going to repeat this again again over because it's truly privileged to have guests in studio today two really unique individuals who are fought their way and for their dreams through entire life and uh, you know they connected their passion and desire into the final product Jessini who started to be a musician then realized he doesn't have the video like a kid because uh, some other <coughs> players <laughs> I'll not repeat the name names <laughs> uh, he started building his own videos and then realized that this is like a, how did you say Jay, didn't, Jay you lead you in another thing um, yeah well I basically solved my problem and that solved a lot of problems for other people <laughs> <laughs> And uh, Tanya Duncan on the other side of the studio, uh, she built her career by fighting into the to boxing ring and then become the coach. Uh, and I know perfectly clear, I'm going to make this to everybody understand, she produced the winners. Even I didn't win the, my last fight, but that's not the Tanya problem. That was my issue, but it's like she builds the winners in other ways, building their confidence um, and their stamina and energy. Now, Tanya, on that note, you are the trainer assessor. You have a great team around you, the people helping you building that brain warrior within. Now, I have that song order for you, Eye of the Tiger. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, my dad. <laughs> it's my dad. Um, the question I do have for you: What's the uh, what's the experience? You know, like in in terms of boxing, what's more demanding, training or walking into the ring? Training, a hundred percent. Training is always going to be Why a hard is that part. Then? Uh, because you know, as uh, Jay was talking about, it's all on you. Mm-hmm. When If you decide to do boxing, you can't yes. do it part-time. I mean, I did, but um, that might have been part of the problem. If you decide to do boxing, it's something that you have to put 100% of your time into because you are putting yourself in a dangerous situation of six minutes to, um, if you do 12 rounds longer, of being punched in the head repetitively. I mm-hmm. mean, I'm not giving it a nice flavor right now, but at the same time, if but that's you... A, that's, a, that's, a, that's what that's it a is. Flip side of the coin, the boxing. Yeah. But if you train properly, then you make yourself safer and safer in that scenario of boxing. Would so you compare this to what the Jay he mentioned is, you know, for the, you know, like people like myself, you say you're repeating, 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 training 100%, you're mm-hmm. putting inside. As the Jay says, okay, Mario, maybe not confident now in front of the camera, but if you do this for 30 days, you know, yeah. you're going to be better. So what's the experience like, you know, 
Eye of the Tiger. Like, you know, as a kid, I was watching Rocky. And I mean, Rocky <laughs> for me was like, wow, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> and uh, like, you know, I saw the first time I went Drago, you know what I mean? Like in Rocky Four, I think. And yes. the guy was yeah. like a killer machine. Like, just look at him, was like, my God. Um, so what the fighters, you know, join to your program or the amateur, see what I mean? This is amateur boxing, correct? Yes, we're starting with amateur boxing. Yeah, and so what, what, what they can experience in your program? Again, let's go say, take me for example, I'm yes. little bit overweight, like 100 kilos overweight, but let's go say I come and I want to join the program. What I can expect, what's my experience going to be with you guys? It's going to start with, obviously, um, the bare bones, the basics of boxing. So from day one, it's going to be, okay, this is how you wrap your hands. This is all the things that are necessary yep. to even get started. Like you need a mm -hmm. mouth guard, mm -hmm. um, teach them the rules and the basics. So your first week might not actually be all that strenuous because we're getting you into the mindset of boxing and fighting um, rather than just actually starting the fitness side of things. The more important side of boxing is actually your well-being and your mental health. So Why is that, Tanya? Uh, basically, if you don't have a good mindset, you shouldn't be getting in the ring. Uh, you need to be... I've always called myself a happy fighter. People didn't, yes, really you are happy fighters, <laughs> People well. didn't understand how yeah. I did it, but um, I think that's why I was such... Um, an actual success really because I I didn't really feel the punches on me because I was enjoying being in there so mm -hmm. I did get hit quite hard I know I did but I didn't feel it because I was enjoying the moment of fighting um, if you get in there and you're scared or if you get in there and you're worried or you're anxious you're gonna feel all those punches a hundred times so more. like if you go with the, some type of vendetta vengeance you know, to train this like you're angry all the time you just want to you know just show off this one how, how would you how would you you know see that person like you know when he walks into a ring it's going to be not happy fighter but what what that person will achieve then you know what i mean if he doesn't experience that 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 moment of the glory six minutes in a ring you know what i mean and surrounded with the friends with the coaches and uh, everything else um that's a different kind of beast yeah. that person who goes in with aggression i think yeah, they might get their win, but mm. that win is just for them. It's not, it's not glorious. Yeah. It's just a personal selfish vendetta okay. um, that no one's going to think that they're great. So mm. that is what quite a few fighters are like. Honestly, yeah. that's what they have to be like, I think, to um, get through the six minutes or that however longer to continue fighting. That's a different kind of mindset, and I'm not going to say it's, it's wrong, it's, but it's not a happy one and it's not a healthy mm. one. So, May I ask you on personal note, Mike Tyson, you think he was angry all the time or he was <laughs> or he was just ready coming that custom, you know what I mean, where he was walking as like, you know, like a like a bull. Or you think he was I always that, like angry? No, I think that was his mindset to be able to fight because oh, he seems okay. like a lovely person outside the ring. Some people, they do need to get pretend angry or even that's their way. Mm, Boxing is difficult. Uh, people have to get into the, whatever gets them through it is what will get them into the ring then i'm not going to say it's right or wrong but there's better ways to do it than being angry and aggressive okay i have more questions for you <laughs> now to jay we talk about podcast you're running uh blacklist production which is your video yes and then you have the blacklist uh, sessions sessions okay Ooh. so why the podcast is taking so much space in on social media because I've, i can see that people try to do that podcasting quite often as, as myself but i uh, i'm a little bit 
behind because I try to find the right guests. But why is a podcast so important? How to make a podcast very interesting? Yes, I think podcasts are superior to pretty much every other format of getting information oh, out really? there, yeah. especially when you accompany that with video. Now, if you go back, let's say 20 years, all that you have is free-to-air TV or you have Foxtel or something like that. Or radio. So... The the problem <laughs> or, or radio, yes, you know, radio. very true. Or radio. <laughs> yeah. So the problem with these formats is that they're very broad. You need to be speaking to a lot of different people at the same time. Yeah. Now that can either be good or bad. But in the case of podcasting, your podcast can be as broad or as narrow as you want it to be. Mm. So the great thing about that is people can find some very specific things that they're interested in. So in, in my case, um, my podcast, The Blacklist Sessions, I get a lot of interesting people from music and also from business. So people that are really interested um, in, in the case of artists about learning how to run a yeah, business, yeah, they yeah. can talk to and, and hear actual business experts that have made millions of dollars come on the show and learn some tips of how they run their business. So the format is fantastic because it's really niched down. And you can find podcasts for every single area. I know that my dad is really into the podcast scene now. And he's a, he, he's over 50, so it's well and truly taken over the entire world. And he's right into fitness. And he has a lot of the different CrossFit and fitness yeah. podcasts that he'll listen to. So it's superior because you can really niche down and hit your target audience. I can say, from again, from my personal experience, both of you know for quite some time now. And I know how much Tanya helped me in my preparation for fights. And I'm very grateful to that one. Um, she's very close to my heart. She's like family. And uh, Jay, you know, you helping me to build my podcast. And I know that podcast looks so simple. However, um, you helping me not just build a podcast, but how to distribute, you know what I mean, with just a simple one platform. Now, if somebody comes to you and so like, Jay, I want to do the podcast, you know what I mean? I have no equipment. I don't know how to do it. Are you happy to, teach you know what I mean, to yeah, teach them? Yeah, of course. <laughs> and as a, part, as a part of your business, you know I mean, of course, you know what I mean? It doesn't come for free. You know, we just sit here for six hours for yep. free. But uh, people, you know, willing to spend with some budget money come to you and say, like, I want to run the podcast, Jay. I have no equipment. I have no, like myself, you know what I mean? I don't have nothing. And I have no mic, nothing. Jay brings all equipment in my in my office and we record it. But is that something you're offering as well to the clients? Yeah, definitely. So that's the great thing about podcasting is that the barrier to entry is incredibly low. Now, I have a, a great friend of mine, uh, Katie Jane, who is a musician and has also started a podcast related to country music. Uh, so she gets a lot of people uh, within the Australian country music scene on the podcast and she does it with just her phone. She'll put wow. the phone down on the table and record through the, through the microphones on the phone. And, you know, it's it's quite good. You know, the audio quality is there and, and it's good enough that you can listen to it and get the information from these artists. So that's that's great. And, of course, it's very much like a car. You know, you can either spend yeah. 500 bucks on a car or you can spend 100000 bucks on a car. And, yeah. obviously, your experience <laughs> is going to be, is, is gonna be quite different. But... Anyone can get started. All you need is just a phone mm. or, or even maybe an iPad, if, as long as you have Wi-Fi as well to, to upload. Mm. Um, there's, there's channels where you can distribute for free to um, all, all over Spotify and mm. Apple Music and just get the word out there. And if your content is great, then people are going to listen. That's very interesting. Thank you, Chef, for sharing us. Now, Tanya, I know that we, we spoke about what you're reading and, you know, what experience they are. And looks like, not looks like you are, but as I look like... From my perspective, you surround yourself with a very, very uh, dedicated individuals, coaches, mm. uh, to guarantee results. So, Happy. how long the program lasts? 
can the people lose the weight? Do they need to run? Do they need to do a lot of cardio? <laughs> this is a lot of questions. <laughs> yeah, because I try, try to fit myself if I can. It's like, I want, let me hear it this one. We are looking at um, the 12-week model, but mm-hmm. um, I personally want to tack on another week in front and a week behind because it's not just about churning through people every 12 weeks to then get on to the next bunch of people. Mm-hmm. We want to actually introduce them to the program properly with lots of information about how the program's going to be and give them testing. So instead of them coming in and... Um, Say for yourself, yeah. being a hundred and however many kilos, hundred forty-five. We want to have the actual. <laughs> we want to do the fitness testing yeah. to have the results of saying, okay, he started off at this weight. He could bench press, or he could do this many push-ups at this time. Um, he could squat this, and he could do this. And then four weeks later, we test you again. And then four weeks later, we test you again. And we pretty much know that you should improve because we are going to be that good of a team at coaching you and making sure you do all of your work that. Yes, you should lose weight, um, depending on who the in- individual is. Some people yep. want to put on weight because they're trying to put on muscle. But yes, there should be fat loss and there should be muscle building for other clients. And there should definitely be improvements because we're scientifically building this properly, not just saying, oh, let's do 12 weeks of boxing. Let's do 12 weeks of proper scientifically based training that has boxing in it because that's part of You know, of like about you, it's a passion. <laughs> and you know, the best part it is, you don't talk just on, in, on your name behalf. You're talking about Colin. Dennis, my dad, and uh, James. Now, we'll take it just a one more break before we uh, wind down our show. And this is the music which Jay Sini like it, another country singer, and he's going to take him down. Why not Jay Sini?
And we are back in studio live, 90.5 FM Business Insights with Mario. Uh, we have a few more minutes before we wind up our show for today on the 28th of February 2020. Everybody who is worrying about coronavirus, you know, spreading around the world very quickly, please visit the WHO uh, website, World Health Organization, or the government websites, which it's in place, emergency plan for the protecting Australia from uh, coronavirus. Now, we have uh, 10 minutes before our show is off, and... Uh, my friend my friend Tanya and Jay few more last questions for you both now Tanya when people start practicing boxing uh-huh. I not expect they're going to be punched right but okay. from my experience why the boxing is so demanding sport in terms of exercising I'd say from my experience I know when I start training with you I come all fresh and I mean in the morning and happy and everything else and Honestly, every time when we train, I, I just couldn't wait to finish. But then after training, I feel like a rejuvenated, like a brand new. And But I was sweating a lot. I was in pain. And you're like, you know, you be gentle most of the time. <laughs> so why is this boxing such a demanding sport to train? I mean, like, and, you know. Well, I mean, it's fighting. It's basically coming back down to our primal response of this is fight or flight. So if you're not flighting, you're fighting and you are fighting for your life. It's it's flicking a switch in your brain that I'm punching, I'm fighting for my life. This is going to uh, bring up, obviously, a uh, higher intensity of your heart rate and everything. All the responses in your body is just going haywire. It's like, I'm fighting. Even though you know that you're not probably actually yeah. fighting for your life, it still does make your brain go, this is in practice of fighting for my life. You know that you're practicing in case you ever get mugged mm. or um, mm. someone actually tries yeah. to do yeah. something to you. You want to have the right response. Okay, Jay, would you step in ring with Tanya? Oh, I'm always happy to <laughs> go for a challenge. I'll probably get punched out, but hey, it'll be fun, right? Okay, if you are now 16 years old, Tanya, what Tanya today will give advice to 16 years old Tanya? What advice would you give yourself now, 16 years old, from this? I should have started boxing then. Um, okay. <laughs> true, true story. No, um, actually, I would have. Uh, followed quite a few more movements because as much as boxing is always going to be one of my favourites I've started to do something called aerials and circus now and um, I was just about to ask that one yeah (laughs) that is something and it's the only other thing that makes me happy besides boxing I just wish that I had known about it when I was younger Um, I would say to a 16 year old Tanya that you don't just focus on one sport and this is advice that I give to people with children as well is um, let your children experience more than one sport or more than one movement therapy because it's best to actually have all of them or not all of them but five or so different movements so that you um, they all complement each other and they become competent in a few different movements because if they just focus on gymnastics or if they just focus on athletics it actually does have um, a bad effect on the body they usually end up injuring themselves from doing just that one thing can you explain to us what it what it actually entitled that one aerial acrobatics did you saw the jay before jay did you saw that thing aerial acrobatics before yeah my fiance actually does that oh my god your your people are done (laughs) (laughs) um I mean, the easiest way to explain it is everyone will just say uh, Cirque Soleil is uh, aerials. uh, But funnily enough, 
Uh, sometimes there's not that much aerials in Cirque du Soleil. Uh, it's the trapeze and the the people like uh, the silks when you watch Pink in her uh, concerts. Yeah. That's aerial stuff. I I do the hoop in the air. Um, that's my favorite one, Lyra. Um, but yeah, I tend to call it circus because that helps other people know what I'm doing. <laughs> <laughs> thank you, thank you so much. Now, Jay, last question. Six years old, Jay. If you've seen today from your you know perspective today, what would you say to six years old, Jay? Yeah, well, first of all, what pay attention. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, when I was 16, I was wild. I <laughs> tried to say, no, you're, no, you're not there. <laughs> well, I'm less wild. Yeah. Uh, but what I would say to 16-year-old Jay is yeah. seek out alternative forms of education. Learn different perspectives because yeah. there's so many different people in this world that have so much knowledge mm. to share across a number of different fields. So I'd say as much as you can, take advice from everywhere and see what works for you and do it as early and as much as you can very interesting such a smart answer well tanya Boo. jay <laughs> i i found the one one uh, music uh, you know one song and uh interesting enough it's called the jay cine band oh. and it's a library for live 90.5 fm <laughs> now before we kick off i'd like to say thank you tanya thank you jay for being our guest today and uh, hopefully we're going to see you uh, soon. Uh, Tanya, thank you for the, um, you know, sharing your ex- experiences in, as, a, as a fighter. And uh, good luck with the Warrior Within and Jay as well with your Blacklist production. Thank, thank you, Mario.
Can't you let 